Welcome to the Tech of Business show. I'm your host, Jamie Slutsky. And on this show, we are exposing the technology that runs growing and thriving businesses today. From smart and innovative to nuts and bolts, there is no tech stone unturned. Now it's time to talk tech and let's get into today's episode. Welcome to the Tech of Business podcast. I'm your host, Jamie Slutsky, and this is the beginning episode in our six-part series all about Thinkific. I am super, super excited that Rob Balavasas from Thinkific is joining me for this kickoff episode. Thinkific is a fantastic platform for entrepreneurs to get started with some kind of online revenue stream. It is a perfect environment for you to create your first online course and to run a series of online courses through. In this conversation, Rob and I really focus on how you can use Thinkific and feel confident using Thinkific and get started using Thinkific to deliver online content to a larger audience. It is a nuts and bolts episode with a lot of humanity, a lot of personality, a lot of passion. So I encourage you to sit back, relax, enjoy listening to this episode. You're going to get some huge nuggets from it. We've got everything documented in the show notes. So just click on them inside your podcast app. It is super easy to do. And if you are interested in trying Thinkific to get a free month of the pro plan, go to techofbusiness.com forward slash Thinkific. Rob and I kick off this series for the next four episodes. We've got experts who are using the platform. Well, let me be completely transparent. The first three episodes are people who are actively using the platform. The fourth episode of the guests, so the fifth episode in this series, is someone who used to use the platform, still recommends it extensively to her audience, and is probably one of the biggest names in the online business space right now. I cannot wait for you to hear these next four conversations. We wrap up this series with my conversation with Miranda. Miranda is one of Thinkific's co-founders. It is a dynamite episode. I cannot wait for you to get to that. But before we jump too far ahead, the link again is techabusiness.com forward slash Thinkific and let's chat with Rob. Rob, welcome to the Tech of Business podcast. This has been a long time coming, but I am super, super excited for us to be kicking off the Thinkific mini-series here on the podcast. Woo! <laughs> yeah. Hey, Jamie, thank you so much for having me. Super excited. I know our team that you're going to be talking to as well, and some of our course creators are really excited too. So yeah, glad to be here. Absolutely. I really felt that it would be beneficial to start this series off with a member of the Thinkific team up there in Vancouver. And you were, I mean, you and I are always in contact because I am so connected with the Thinkific community. Um, and I just felt that you were a perfect person to bring on to just kind of talk a lot about what the platform is and what the platform can do and how it can help entrepreneurs and business owners deliver their courses. 
Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, high level, you know, really basics is that Thinkific is an online course platform. That's the function that we serve is that we try to make it as easy as possible for solopreneurs, entrepreneurs, you know, small brands and teams and businesses, but also even enterprise or, or I guess mid-market is what we're calling them now, mm-hmm. uh, mid-market companies, right, which you've worked with as well, um, to build their online courses, their training programs, and then their memberships. And so that's the function that we do. If you dig into it a little bit deeper, you'll learn that it's much more than that. You know, there are people behind it. And that's what we try to really focus on. It's not just the people that are creating the courses. We love them, of course. You know, they are the ones that are paying for the subscriptions and they keep the lights on. Uh, but what we really also really care about is their students, right? So the people that are purchasing or taking their courses. So we want to make sure that that experience for their students and their members are really good. It's um, really seamless and smooth. And so then that in turn really helps our course creators succeed um, if their students are having a, a really easy time consuming, you know, the content, the courses that they've created. So, um, yeah, you'll see a lot of their faces. If you go to our website, you'll see a lot of our course creators there. Uh, you'll also meet a lot of our team members there. So we try to just really humanize, you know, this tech company that, uh, that's been built, uh, <laughs> you know, and uh, we try to do that as much as possible. Absolutely. I think that's a really good way of describing things is that there is definitely a human side to this. And I've had the opportunity to have one-on-one conversations with a good handful of the uh, Thinkific employees, both in person and over um, video call, which has been an incredible, incredible thing to help me help the tech of business audience determine if Thinkific is the right platform for them. And so there are different levels of how you can use Thinkific, but let's start mm-hmm. kind of at the beginning. And if someone's brand new and they want to come in and come in at the at the base level, they're mm-hmm. coming in and they can create a couple of courses, they can sell them, it's all free to get started. And yeah. it's out of the box, it works. You don't actually have to use anything else. Um, let's talk a little bit about what functionality is built in to that level, and then we'll kind of go up from there into the other levels. Yeah, sure. That sounds uh, that's a great place to start. It's a good question. So, um, yeah, we do have a free plan. Literally, it costs zero dollars per month. Uh, you can, like you mentioned, Jamie, you can create courses. You can create up to three courses, which is plenty for most. Most people create mm-hmm. one or two flagship courses, um, and um, you can have unlimited students. Right. So you can have as many students take your course uh, as you like. And the big thing is that you can integrate directly with Stripe or PayPal to accept payments. So you can make money mm-hmm. and sell your you know, sell your courses and not to have to pay us anything. And so um, you'll have all the things that you would need in that free plan to launch your course. Um, it would include all the video hosting. So if you want to upload as many videos as you like. You can do that as well on the free plan. You can use all of the different um, lesson types, quizzes, you know, um, presentations, audio lessons, all those things, um, all in the free plan. So we used to back in the day, and you'll notice, Jamie, because you were there with (laughs) us, is that we used to charge a transaction fee on the free plan and also I believe our first paid tier. Um, but uh, we don't do that anymore. We just completely erased the transaction fees and um, yeah, we just made it easier for everyone to get started. 
Absolutely. And when a business is growing and starting and evolving, that if you can use something that that you can learn and use over time, so much the better. And, you know, I mean, I think that that helps lower the barrier to entry to try out Thinkific. And Mm -hmm. what I also think is very beneficial is when someone signs up as a student in your free school or all the way up at any level, there are some emails that can be automatically sent right on sign up. They can be sent on a weekly basis reminding people of their course that they've purchased and that they are signed up for. There are different things that are kind of built into the system to help that student of yours succeed. And, you know, and it keeps us as course creators, as entrepreneurs out of the customer service, password reset, those types of functionality. Um, Do you have any, like, hmm, do you have any uh, reasons or any thoughts as to why someone would want to make sure, like, check that box off and say, yes, this is is one of the things that makes Thinkific better, different, and so on and so forth. Yeah, I mean, you know, there's all the different features and everyone's, everyone's, you know, specific feature that they may want for their course may be a little bit different. But I think what really draws people in, and if you go to our Facebook group, you'll kind of get the sentiment that um, the support is just outstanding, right? So that's something that we really try to stand behind. And, you know, the platform is great. You know, we have a ton of developers working around the clock, you know, <laughs> launch, launching tons of features. Jamie, you'll know this. You've spoken to a ton of them. You met a ton of them as well in person when you came up here. Um, but so the, the platform is great, you know, and, but the, the huge, the people behind it, you know, you can email us, you know, we have a thing here where we need to answer every email every day that comes in. So there's nothing that goes over, pass over to the next day, over 24 hours. Um, you know, all of our team members, we do emails, like we'll reply to emails. It's just baked into our culture, baked into our, our calendar. So there is a portion of my week where I actually dive into um, customer emails and replying to emails and things like that. So, you know, you'll see our Facebook group is just very supportive. We have mm-hmm, a, mm-hmm. a toll-free number, all that stuff. So I think the thing that, you know, a lot of people will come to is that, you know, they, they really like that support. So, um, having that support, that's, that's really like the, the one main advantage that we, we really are very proud about, um, over other platforms out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, no, I, I think that that makes really great sense. So as someone's listening right now saying, okay, so we're at the beginning of this Thinkific series and they're going to get conversations that I'm going to have with, um, course creators who are using the platform, using it effectively. I've got um, some great ones lined up. I'm so excited for you guys to listen to those and to enjoy those stories. But there's more that the platform can offer. And that's kind of when we go from our free up to our next couple of tiers of, uh, you know, I mean, once you're using a platform, you want to use as much of it as possible. One of the things that um, oftentimes people come to me for is they want to integrate Thinkific with their email marketing provider that they're Mm -hmm. already using. That's something that happens quite often. Or they want to... um, 
they want to get update status and they want to be notified in ways or get action information in other ways. So I'm talking email marketing um, integrations. I'm talking Zapier's integrations. Those are probably the two big ones that people come to me for. Are those the ones that you generally see people wanting to implement first? Or are you thinking or, or kind of where do people put touch points and interactions between Thinkific and their other um, online tools? Yeah, no, that's a really good question. Um, so the Zapier integration, which you help a ton of our customers with, is is a really key like piece mm-hmm. with a lot of the course creators because it opens up the doors to whatever they're already using. So that's that's something that, you know, as a company and as a platform, as a team, we really are not in the business of trying to build everything for everyone, right? Mm-hmm. So we're not we're not building a CRM, we're not build, building an email automation tool because there's already really great ones out there. So what we've decided to do instead is make it very easy to integrate with those existing tools that our customers are already using. Um, so a lot of those tools we have direct integrations with, the ones that we don't, we leverage you know, Zapier. So mm-hmm, that's mm-hmm. where you help us with. So, um, so yeah, I find that that's really one of the main, one of the first things that people, once they've like figured out how Thinkific works, that, okay, this is the platform I'm going to use. This is how you upload and build courses. Okay. Now, how do I communicate with my, um, with my customers, with my list, with my database? How do I do, you know, an offer later? How do I segment them? Mm-hmm. Cool. So then I'm using Aweber or ConvertKit. Great. There's direct integrations. Awesome. Um, if I don't, maybe they're using, you know, ThriveCart or SamCart or something else for different things. ClickFunnels maybe. Right. Um, then they use Zapier. So, um, so yeah, yeah, we yeah. make it really easy. We have Zaps. We have Zaps as well. If you, you know, if you're very technical and, you know, understand Zapier works, um, we have Zaps that will enroll students, unenroll them, you know, different Zaps out there. So um, that works really, really smoothly. Yeah, yeah. So the Zapiers that you've got, if you've got both trigger Zaps, which means that from Thinkific, when something happens on Thinkific, it triggers Zapier to do an action. And you have actions, which means something happens outside of Thinkific and it happens and it sends information into Thinkific. So it's a two-way street. And that is one of those pieces that, you know, I mean, you don't have to know as the entrepreneur how to make that work. You just have to know that that functionality exists, that if you want to do your sales outside of Thinkific, you can get your students enrolled. If you want to enroll people and have them pay inside Thinkific, but you want to update your database, your CRM, your email list, you can do that. And it's a matter of just knowing that those are options and those are available. I want to kind of switch out of this theoretical mode and into the um, course, into the course development, into the course tools, into structuring courses. There Mm -hmm. are so, so many ways that people can deliver their course content and structure their courses with modules and lessons and this, that, whatever else. And I want to kind of paint the picture of what it looks like as you're putting together a course inside Thinkific, but also what the student experience is when they are taking that course. Yeah, no, that's a really good question. Um, So the student experience, like I said, is something that we focus on a lot 
Um, so we really look at, you know, how is it, how can students progress through um, the courses as easily as possible. The, high, the more the students consume of a particular course, the better for the course creator, right? So mm -hmm. that's, that's a completion rate. That's what we call completion rate. So the higher the completion rate, then the better it is for the course creator because then the students are getting the most value from that course, which then leads to referrals, which then leads to them purchasing other courses that that course creator is also selling down the road. Um, you know, it improves their, like the community. If they have a community, then there's good sentiment about the course inside the community. So we look at that very, like very, very closely. And so we create a ton of different things. We've just like updated we're always updating anyway, mm -hmm, but we've mm -hmm. just updated, you know, the way that the student experience looks, right? So, um, yeah, and then, like you said, Jamie, there's so many different ways to structure a course, right? Some courses are very long. Some courses are, are short. Some courses are standalone courses. Some of them are bundles. Uh, so it really depends on what that, uh, that course creator is teaching and who their students are, you know, what kind of course it is, what space they're in. Mm -hmm. um, but in general, there's some, there's, we've tried to build in little feature features in there, you know, prerequisites, those little things that um, will, you know, assignments is another one that we just launched recently that will give that experience of almost like being in a classroom, like, you right. know, you, you you're going to give information, you're going to teach them something, maybe through a video or through a presentation or a PDF or something. Right. And then you can use an assignment to make them do something, right? Take that information they just learned and, you know, go and create that Instagram account. Then put that link to the Instagram account here, right? Or optimize your LinkedIn profile. Then take a picture of it and put it and upload it here uh, to an assignment lesson, and then as the course creator, they can kind of see that, evaluate it, and then give them some feedback and, a, and either a pass or fail, you know, so a pass or fail. So, um, and then they can move on to the next lesson. So it's just like, it's kind of like being at school, right? So um, that feedback is really important. And so that assignments uh, feature has been um, a really popular one with a lot of our course creators. I can imagine. Yeah, that makes really good sense. And so when you're thinking about creating a course and you're thinking, well, I don't want to force people to go linear. Guess what? You don't have to. They like yeah. this prerequisite, that's an option. That doesn't even have to exist. You could just have everything open and um, all the work for any one module could could be contained in a single lesson. It could be a downloadable PDF and a video and um, and some questions to ponder. And that could be it for that particular lesson. So it really mm -hmm. depends on how you want to structure things. The nice yeah. thing is, is that when you get really good at understanding how your student is going to progress through a course, you can go back and you can be like, I want to move module four to module two because I'm finding that that would be a better progression. And those are the feed, the feedback people give. It's drag and drop. I mean, I think everybody totally. at this point in time knows that drag and drop means it's pretty easy to go in and move things around. And that's really nice that everything is drag and drop. When it comes to creating the, or 
the course content. We've got video modules. We've got text modules. We've got the assignment module that you mentioned. We've got um, audio modules. We've got downloadable modules. We've got quizzes and surveys. Um, we've got a multimedia module, which is a really interesting one, but I would say don't start with that one. <laughs> um, am I missing a module or uh, did I do a pretty good job rattling them you, off? Yeah, I think you did a pretty good job. There's also there's exams as well um yeah I think you did surveys I think yeah you I said that one well. yeah um no you covered it all you covered yeah. it all there's there's a there's a yeah you covered it all there's a couple other ones that are always in the works oh yeah um, those are really exciting to once once they launch so um but yeah so but as of right now when we're recording those are the ones cool cool so um yeah though you know I mean there's so much functionality that you can you can build into this I and then you also mentioned that Thinkific acts as your video host. Um, And that is huge. That is absolutely huge. I want to just kind of drill into that a little bit. When it comes to hosting video, generally speaking, you have an expense associated with hosting video for business. Wherever you're hosting it, whether you're using Vimeo Pro or you're using Wistia or you're using some of the other up-and-coming video hosts that are designed for business videos, you are going to have to pay for those. With Thinkific, your videos are included. The videos that you have on your landing pages and the videos that you have inside your course modules, those are available to be hosted at no additional charge. So that is definitely a uh, value add for sure. I love that. I um, I think that that just kind of helps complete the experience because yep. there is an aesthetic to having a video that was designed to look right inside this platform. And because Thinkific took the time to host the videos, they're also sh- taking the time to make sure that those videos that are hosted that way look good on your course. And I think that that's their, their thought process of keeping it irrelevant, keeping your students top of mind, keeping your experience top of mind as a course creator, as the entrepreneur who is investing their time, resources, and energy into Thinkific as a tool. Yeah, absolutely. And I appreciate you saying that because it is something that they've spent quite a bit of time on, not just showing up on like desktop, but also on mobile. You know, those things seem really easy when you as a student, it's like, oh, fits perfectly, you know, shows up perfectly. Um, You know, it does they have optimized it for literally every single type of uh, dimension and size mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. things like that. So, um, and then as a course creator, when you have your videos, you can, it's not just you upload a video, you can also customize the thumbnail if you like. So it looks nice. You can upload your post captions. Uh, you can also change um, the appearance of the play bar, right? So you can even brand the play bar to the color of your brand, um, or you can remove the play bar completely so that people can't fast forward. So yeah, um, yeah some really, really little, little details in there. And then if you if you'd like and if you're interested in it, you can also see the analytics. So you know the number of plays, how much of the video has been watched, that sort of thing. Uh, you can see all of that kind of data in there. Um, so yeah, it's 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 almost like having already like a Vimeo or you know those kinds of um, analytics. 
Yes. Oh, analytics and data. Data is something that drives business. We all know this. Anytime that you know more about what's happening with your content, with your online presence, with your courses, with your students, anytime you know more information, you're, you're better off. And so, you know, it's not just watch, uh, how far have people watched the videos, but you can also go in and you can drill down into individual users to see when was the last time they signed up or when did they sign up? How far mm-hmm. have they gotten in the course? What mm-hmm. what have they done? You mm-hmm. have a lot of detail that you can drill into so that if somebody, you know, paid $1,000 for your course and didn't get past the intro module, it may be an opportunity to reach out to them and say, hey, what's going on? How can I help you? So having that data available right inside the dashboard, right inside the the user's area is very, very helpful, very beneficial. Yep, yep, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, data is really important. You know, that's why we have, we've already integrated uh, Google Analytics and all those things. Mm -hmm. If you want to dig even deeper, we have an integration with Mixpanel, which gives you way more data that actually um, happens inside of your course because Google Analytics can't get data from inside your course because it's a private, um, it's a private space. But Mixpanel can, so you can kind of, you can see literally like how much time your student has spent on particular lessons, what they clicked on, and all those things. So, yeah, no, data is definitely key. Yeah, so so we we've got Mixpanel for data. We've got Brillium for uh, for your ex- exams, which I'm not even going to talk about. I just wanted to drop the name here. That's we, right. Uh, what other um, integrations? I know that there's certificates, and that's yeah. with uh, with. A, a credible, I believe. A, a credible, yeah. Yep. So we've got a credible. Um, yeah, I'm just going to run down the list. But basically, you know, for payments, we've got Stripe and PayPal directly. Also with payments, if you have a membership site, we have a direct integration with a cool call, a tool called Stunning, mm-hmm. which is a uh, like it's like a dunning service. So basically, will help retrieve any failed payments for any subscriptions you have. So if you're a membership site owner. Um, this is a really cool integration. Uh, Zapier, um, Infusionsoft. We got a lot of Infusionsoft users for the higher level, like enterprise users or bigger mm-hmm. accounts. Um, you mentioned Mixpanel and Google Analytics for analytics. Um, got the Facebook, Facebook Pixel. Yep. Yeah, Facebook Pixel. We got Segment.io. Um, email marketing. We got a ton of them. Some uh, MailChimp, Constant Contact, ConvertKit, Aweber, ActiveCampaign. Uh, those are all directly integrated. If you have an email marketing tool that's not integrated, then you just use Zapier. Um, and then Accredible for certificates. Uh, Discuss is also there. Um, and that is for uh, like discussions. So like if conversations, you were, like, yeah. Conversations, yeah. And then, uh, and then the last one on our list is Sumo. Uh, this is a, um, it's like a, uh, it's kind of like a marketing tool. So like for your landing page, if you want like little buttons to pop up or like, you know, when somebody's going to exit your landing page, a little pop-up will say, hey, don't leave quite yet. And then you can offer them some type of, you know, promo to keep them or at least get them to opt in. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, they've got a lot of really cool tools. So if you go to sumo.com. Yeah. Um, yeah. So those are those are the direct I mean, integrations. Yeah. I mean, I feel like we've really given a an, a good overview of what you can find with Thinkific. And I think that that's really going to help our listeners and enjoy this entire series. I want to know from you what you think is like the unique 
thing other than I mean obviously we've already talked about it but like the the humanizing of this business and things like that but what is it that you find people are like yes I want to use Thinkific for my course delivery what is it that you think helps them get over that hurdle and just make the decision to go in on the platform yeah yeah that's a really good question actually um i'm gonna have to think about that one but um if as far as features so there's really two there's really two types of people that we find right there's the people that are just starting up and they don't really know what the potential is yet because they've never built a course yet so they're kind of like eh, i don't know like so um the fact that we have a free plan um and the fact that we can have unlimited students in that free plan and we can you know, you can like accept payments, basically the fact that you can get started without forking out any, any, you know, any money really, right? It's very low barrier. Um, That is a really, that's like, that's a, that's a really big key for people that are just starting up. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So, um, and then, and then if they're already quite established, then if they're migrating, say from another platform, um, then they just love honestly they love the service right so uh, they love the service and the ease of use so um, that's really it like we are able to migrate their tools we have a team that will help them migrate all of their not tools sorry their students so Mm -hmm. migrate all of their students and their content um, and then you know they're able to manage even at scale so we're able to help people that are starting out and then people that are scaling because we have features such as uh, groups right Um, groups where they can group together different groups of people or, right. or different groups of, you know, companies or clients. So let's say I have a course on uh, LinkedIn, for example, and I have, you know, um, you know, uh, like a group that I'm working with inside Microsoft and then another group that I'm working with inside Apple. And I just put them all on the same course, but then they are segmented into groups within that course and all of the reporting and everything um, it's all segmented. So they love that. It's just really easy for them. It doesn't take them a whole bunch of like time to manage their courses ongoing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, so they just, they just like that there is, and then there's always, always like a, uh, for the higher tier, uh, plans that there is like a point of contact that they can, um, message directly. Mm-hmm, for mm-hmm. And, you know, I think that there is something for everyone with mm-hmm. a platform like this. I mean, there's no, you don't have to spend money to get the product that you want, but mm-hmm. you have to understand what that product is going to be able to do for you and for your business. And mm-hmm. in a nutshell, Thinkific is going to help you deliver your courses in a streamlined, organized manner. Mm-hmm. And it's as simple as that. There's a lot of bells and whistles you can add to your Thinkific course. But if we take it back to being able to deliver and teach so that your students get the success that they are looking for and they see you as the expert, as the go-to, as the person who is going to help them take that next step in their weight loss journey or in their uh, in their business journey or in mm-hmm. their social, like in, in, in their casual space. I mean, coming up on this series, we've got some, we've got all sorts of different um, types of industries. We've got someone who's helping people who um, – get into a certain type of business. And then we've got people who are learning an instrument. I mean, 
how different can you get? I mean, like one's totally business <laughs> and professional and another yep. one is a passion. And so you can host any yep. kind of course. Most of the people who listen to the podcast are business owners. But mm-hmm. you know what? You may be listening right now and say, no, I don't have a course in me. But I know my neighbor. She makes the best quilts and she wants to teach people how to make quilts. Mm-hmm. It could be just the perfect thing for you right there. So, Rob, as we wrap up this intro episode to, uh, to the Thinkific series here, what advice or recommendations would you give to someone who's saying, I think I want to create a course and I want to deliver something pretty awesome to my community? What advice would you give them um, so that they're not biting off too much at the beginning? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, my advice is is really leverage uh, the team that's in place here at Thinkific, you know, we really do try to make sure that we are available, um, you know, not just by email, but also like inside our Facebook group, inside our community, uh, by phone, right? So my advice is just to jump, jump in, really, and a lot of people will say that. Um, but jump in knowing that you will have support. Um, there's going to be resources. There's going to be a community of other course creators that are, have gone through or maybe going through exactly what you are going through, trying to understand and learn this platform and really understand um, the space of online marketing, you know, all that stuff, right? So how does that work? You know, um, you know inside our Facebook group, we don't just talk about uh, online courses. They're talking about, hey, how do I, what's happening with like, you know, Facebook chatbots? You know, like, how do we do that? How do we use that? Is that a legit thing? Is that allowed? You know, mm-hmm, all these mm-hmm. things. And so, um, yeah, just jump in. We have a free plan. So we're, we've, we've tried to do the work of removing that barrier of, you know, cost and finances and things like that. Um, and so you can just jump in, create a, um, create a, uh, a, a pre-sell page, you know, uh, and you can, uh, we've got templates for all these things. Uh, there's experts like Jamie that you can also reach out to who's inside our Facebook group um, that's there to support you and answer any questions as well and help out. Um, so yeah, you know, you're not alone when you come into this. We have, like you said, you're touching on some of the stories uh, in your series. Um, I've heard so many awesome ones, you know, and people that aren't selling business knowledge or anything like that they're just selling what they they're just sharing what they love to do anyway and they do it for free but now Mm -hmm. they get to do it and they have built a business around it you know there's a friend of mine I think you're gonna talk to Mo who Mm -hmm. just loves to draw and so now he's teaching people how to draw and be hired as storyboard artists and stuff like that and there's another lady um, in San Francisco who is uh, teaching people how to stitch she just loves to stitch and like make like quilts exactly i think what you said and uh and now she she she's launched like she's did she did like a five figure launch in like a matter of a couple weeks and you know it's just the it's it's a really interesting time (laughs) where somebody can just document what they already love to do create like a step-by-step like they were telling like as if they're just showing you know their nephew or their brother or their dad or their friend how to do something they already love to do and now they get to build a business around it it's it's really amazing so yeah yeah. very very cool so um 
let's make sure everyone knows how to get to Thinkific. You are going mm -hmm. to go to techofbusiness.com forward slash Thinkific. That yes. is my affiliate link. That is how I can let Rob and everybody over at Thinkific know that this series was a success. Yes, please So be one. sure to use techofbusiness.com forward slash Thinkific. And um, any other places that they can follow Thinkific around on the web. I know you've mentioned the Facebook group a couple of times. Let's make sure we drop that name here. We'll drop that into the show notes as well. And then we'll wrap things up. Yeah, no, that's uh, that's the best place is uh, techabusiness.com slash Thinkific. That not only, you know, obviously we want to make sure we support Jamie here with um, this podcast and just thank her for that. But also it gives you a ton of bonuses. So, um, you know, free, you know, like free time on our business plan or pro plan, sorry, a bunch of like calls and, um, you know, um, onboarding uh, courses and things like that. So uh, go there. You can also go to our Facebook group. If you just search Thinkific Studio inside of Facebook, you'll find the group. There's over 15,000 course creators uh, there uh, as of today. <laughs> uh, and it's growing all the time. And, um, and then just all the socials, you can find us at Thinkific. If you go to Instagram, you'll find us. Um, Instagram is a lot more of our culture. So you'll actually meet a lot of our team members, mm -hmm. uh, you know, a lot of our course creators, you know, in the stories and things like that. So it's kind of a more of a uh, more casual space. Um, yeah, so uh, and then YouTube, we're also on YouTube. So if you want to go check us out on YouTube, just search Thinkific, you'll find our channel. Um, there's lots of tutorials in there and like interviews with different course creators and stuff. So, um, so yeah, we're, we're everywhere, wherever you go. <laughs> <laughs> very, very good. Thank you so, so much, Rob, but I am not letting you get away without answering some kind of curveball question. Oh no. Every episode has to end with one and you thought you were going to get away without I one. We were done. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. But this one's going to be fun because I get to follow you on social media and I know a lot about you. So if you were not working in the Thinkific yeah. office or yeah. in your home office, yeah. I bet I would find you at a coffee shop. Yeah. <laughs> what criteria do you use to figure out if it's if a coffee shop is going to be a good working environment? Oh, uh, <laughs> uh, that's a great question. Actually, you know what? That's a funny question because I think about that all the time. Um, my wife is actually a much better photographer than I am. I'm not even that good at all. Um, actually, uh, truth be told, a lot of the things I, I post quite a bit on Instagram. I just like visuals. It's a, it's a cool, uh, you know, it's, it's a creative outlet for me. But a lot of the times I actually take her pictures and I post it on my <laughs> channel. <laughs> so, um, you know what? So for a coffee shop, I just actually look at their Instagram account. And I'm like, is that a cool place? And so I'll just kind of scroll through their Instagram profile and see if it's a cool place. If it's, if it looks nice, got a nice vibe. Um, and then I actually look, believe it or not, I don't know if I'm the only one that does this, but I look at Google reviews to see what people say about the Wi-Fi strength. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you and me both. I, that is one that I definitely, I have never looked at Google reviews, but I definitely check the Wi-Fi um, and I will leave a place if I don't have strong enough Wi-Fi. But yeah. you know what? That was so, so good. So for you, it has to have good Wi-Fi and it has to be Instagrammable. Because exactly. I mean, that's part of why we work out of our yeah. house in a coffee shop sometimes is to show that we have that quote unquote work like balance that's right that's yeah. right that's right there are times though jamie i'm not gonna i'm not gonna lie there are times when i sometimes i just want to work at a tim hortons <laughs> <laughs> oh the canadian in you <laughs> yeah, totally 
<laughs> thank you, Rob, so much thank for coming you. on the Tech of Business podcast today. Thank you, Jamie. And and thank you for everything that you do. We just love that you are part of this community and just supporting everything, and especially our, our, our course creators as well. So many, many gratitude to you. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you got any value out of it, I would love to hear from you on Instagram. Rob and I were just talking about it. Rob's Instagram is called Rob's Other Account. So hit him up personally and thank him for this episode. And as always, I'm Tech of Business on Instagram. I will be back in just a couple short days with the first guest for this series. And if you know someone who is going to be loving this series as much as you share it with them they will appreciate it again thank you so much for hanging out with me today and we'll talk to you soon thanks for listening to the tech of business podcast if you enjoyed the show please subscribe share rate and review on apple Podcasts, stitcher radio overcast or wherever you download your favorite shows you can also check out the show notes and learn more about me at techofbusiness.com i'll see you next week